Say goodbye to the food police and hello to peace. Welcome to the Love Food Podcast, hosted by award-winning dietitian and food behavior expert, Julie Duffy Dillon. This authentically engineered series is in the form of a love letter, welcoming you to reconnect with food. Now pour a cup of coffee or a margarita, and let's begin. And welcome to episode 37 of the Love Food Podcast. I am Julie Duffy Dillon, registered dietitian and food peace promoter. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you for connecting today. And I hope this episode helps you to find a little bit more insight and a clearer path to your own journey to food peace. And today's letter is from someone who feels like she's at odds with herself. And if she could only just lose a little bit more weight, she would finally be at peace. And so I have some things to say about that. But before we get to today's letter, I just want to say a special hello to those of you who are joining me for the first time and heard about me from Christy Harrison's podcast, Food Psych. I was honored to be a guest on her podcast recently. And um, so if you have found me through um, her work, welcome. I hope you enjoy the show. And if you haven't checked out Food Psych, I really encourage you to do that. It's an awesome show. It's, um, it's Christy is a dietitian and a journalist who um, has a very similar type of way of relating to food as I do, uses similar type of therapies, and um, calls herself a non-diet, weight-neutral dietitian as well. And if you um, find this show helps your relationship with food, you also will find her show helps as well. So check her show out. I'll be sure to put a link to um, her podcast in the show notes for you. But let's go ahead and hear today's letter because if you struggle with any kind of binge starve cycle and you still have some concerns about your weight and feeling like, man, I would just have this all done for good if I could just keep that weight off. If you can relate to that statement at all, then you are gonna really, I have a feeling there's a lot of you out there that feel like you could have written this letter. So anyway, let's go ahead and hear today's letter. Dear Food, For 48 years, you and I have been at odds and you keep winning the fight. I love you. That's the problem. I love looking at pictures of you, spending time with you in my kitchen, and sharing you with my friends around the table. I also hate you because you are my go-to when I am anxious or lonely or just need to feel full when I don't even know what I am lacking. You control me and I hate that. I love the healthy versions of you like fruits and vegetables and grains, but I also like to abuse you and binge on the unhealthy versions like Oreos and chips and ice cream. I wake up feeling so guilty after a binge, but then I do it again. When I am in control and wake up after not binging, I feel fabulous. But then why do I binge again? Why can't we have a normal relationship instead of this love abuse thing we have going on? I'm only about 15 pounds overweight, but those 15 pounds feel like 500 because of the guilt and disgust that go along with it, plus the reminder that you are winning. Our relationship drags me down physically and emotionally and needs to stop. How can I only be 15 pounds away from freedom, from your bondage, but never seem to quite get free? Love, 
at odds, but ready to win the fight. Hey there, at odds. Thank you for your letter. And I know you're ready to win the fight, but I think the fight is directed in in a direction that is just keeping you in circles or keeping you in this this loop that's exhausting. And um, I want to point you in a different direction. And I hope it can help you just to uncover some new found uh, freedom and peace with food in your body. And there was two things in your in your letter that I want to kind of slowly discuss and um, get down to some more details. And one in particular was the way you described your enjoyment of healthy versions of food versus unhealthy versions. And I think what you're doing is placing food on this rigid kind of dichotomy. What that means is that, you know, viewing food in a really black and white way, you may have heard oftentimes in culture food being described as like there's books that, that are called eat this, not that, or this is good, this is bad. Um, there's lots of shoulds and, oh, I shouldn't have done that. And I know that's a really normal way of discussing food and relating to food, but I also think it's a very pathological, if you want to be fancy, way of relating to food, meaning I think it's setting someone up to have disordered eating patterns. And I think it's one of the reasons why you're stuck, letter writer, I think that's one of the reasons why you're stuck in this loop. And you know, the way to work through that is to honor the science behind nutrition, which the science behind nutrition, when we really read through research and we get to the bottom of it, it's not as black and white. Food is more of a fluid type of science. It's always changing and it's always individual. And you know, there could be a day where a food that has a negative connotation is the best thing for you. An example I always think about is... Um, maybe like McDonald's, you know, it's a type of place that has a negative connotation for many people. And if someone is traveling and they're at the point of panic hunger or meal hunger and they need food, getting McDonald's is going to be the healthiest option when, especially when there's nothing else around, you know, Um, that's going to be a health promoting choice. I hope you can experiment with when you notice yourself labeling food in these extreme kind of boxes that you can notice how that's not helping you and really practice giving yourself permission to enjoy all of those foods. And you know how I summed up that sentence, you know, practicing giving yourself permission, it makes it seem so simple, but I I know it's not easy. And honestly, you know, having a an experience where you feel more at peace and you have permission to eat a diverse um grouping of food it typically takes about a year for someone to go through that process. So I would encourage you to not expect it to happen overnight, but rather give yourself a good year. Um, And that's with the guidance of a team, um, a therapist and a dietitian. So um, if you don't have those on your side yet to help you, you know, I would encourage you to look into that. And I, I have in the show notes some ways to connect with people who specialize in this type of work. But even more than the food dichotomy that you brought up, something that's even more compelling to me, and I think the main reason why you're in this kind of loop is what you said in the end of the letter where you said you're 15 pounds away from free, from freedom. 
And honestly, um, when I read letters and when I discuss them, I usually don't keep the the weights that people put in their letters. I usually kind of like neutralize it or just make it more generic just because I know sometimes talking numbers can be an experience that can be triggering for some people. And something that's a large amount of weight for one person can be nothing for another. And so I usually don't put them in there, but I feel like for you, letter writer, it's really important. Um, it was the part of the letter that made me really want to read it on this podcast because I think the way that you're considering the freedom being in losing that 15 pounds is why you will never be free. <laughs> you know, I think the only way to feel freedom is to no longer place your um, worth, your value, um, to no longer place all of your freedom in the outcome of losing weight. And if you've heard this podcast before, you have heard me talk about the pursuit of weight loss and how um, I'm not necessarily against weight loss. I'm just against the pursuit of it. And I also feel like the pursuit of weight loss is not the way we can measure health outcomes. I do feel like pursuing weight loss keeps us in that disordered eating kind of loop. And I think for you, letter writer, thinking that your freedom won't happen until you lose that weight is what keeps those foods in that dichotomy. And I also feel like the 15 pounds is not something that even if you did get to that point, I think what would end up happening is it would just further um, enhance the um, binge starve kind of experience you're having and even further promote this black and white thinking with food. So in reality, even if you did lose that weight, I think it would just make you feel even more like a prisoner you know, how, how will you do that? You know, if, if society is telling us that being smaller is better and healthier, and if your brain is telling you that, and it does sound like there's a disorder eating type of experience going on. So if there's a part of your brain that has that loudly screaming at you, how do you move away from using weight as a measure of your worth and progress with all of this? There's no easy solution. It's really messy. And honestly, the thing I would I said earlier about finding a team is one of the best things you can do. Um, finding someone to really support you on this journey without valuing weight is something that I think you'll find a, to be a catalyst on your journey. And also, um, I don't know, to basically not feel like you're swimming against stream all the time. But until then... Or, you know, if you already are doing that, something to keep in mind is when you do find yourself kind of being seduced by the, the fantasy of losing weight, you know, that kind of like hopeful feeling of, okay, now I didn't binge last night, so I feel fabulous today. Maybe now I'm on the path to freedom. I kind of have a feeling that's how it sounds just from your letter. And, um, and, and the reason why I say that is because even though we've never met, I feel like I have met you because this experience you're describing is so very common. So as shameful as this can feel for you, I hope, letter writer, you know that there are thousands, if not more people who are listening right now who feel like they could have written that letter too. But what I was saying though, I, I digress, <laughs> is that um, when you notice yourself going down that path of seduction, of losing weight, what I would encourage you to do is to really be aware that that's what's happening and call it out for what it is. 
um, that it's, I, I know I've called it before, a mind fuck, you know, just call out the mind fuck for what it is that that's leading you to a place that's just a fantasy. What I would expect from that is um, a lot of sadness. And I would also expect some sort of anger with that because I know for years you've experienced this. And, you know, as you, I hope, compassionately come to terms with that fighting your weight is what's harming you, I I have a feeling you're going to be in a place where you really gather all the time that you've wasted by focusing on yourself and internalizing this instead of staying connected to your body. And I hope you can, again, compassionately appreciate that you've done everything you can to survive our culture. This toxic environment has led you there. Well, letter writer, I have some suggestions for you in the for the food piece syllabus. I have um, a couple books that I think you'd find helpful. And they are oldies, but extreme goodies <laughs> in this regard. They are books that um, really were game changers for me in my relationship with food and the way that I do the work as a dietitian. And the first one is When Women Stop Hating Their Bodies. It's a book that has been out of print for quite a while, yet it is one that you can easily find for just pennies to just a few dollars on Amazon. And I'm going to put a link to a copy in the show notes for you. Um, But it's one that I feel like can help stir up some of the things that I was talking about just previously about finding freedom in your weight loss, but helping you to gently change the course of this ship for you and um, help to, to see a different path to peace. And the other one, um, because I do feel like when we come to a place of understanding that dieting and weight loss and um, putting food in these categories are not working, that they are just this seductive fantasy. When we get to that place, it does provoke a good amount of anger, which I think is just vital for anyone in healing their relationship with food. And for a lot of people that I talk to, that is something that can make them feel stuck for a while. And I think it's important to make that anger um, feel like it has a direction. And a book that helped me do that and help, has helped a lot of people is called Fat is a Feminist Issue. And that's a book um, that I also put in the show notes. It's another one that's been around for a number of decades, but it's it's one that you will find kind of helps you have some direction and understanding on what got you got you where you are now and to give you an empowerment to move forward. And that one's by Susie Orbach. It's amazing. Um, I heard her speak, gosh, it was probably 2000, 2001, maybe even before that. And she came, she lives in the UK and she came to North Carolina and uh, she actually was doing this whole day workshop, but she had the flu. And I remember just being like, man, what a trooper. She's still doing this. And you could tell she felt awful. But um, from hearing her speak, it was one of the first steps for me for moving towards a more of a non-diet approach. And I found her books to just be really liberating and um, help me to feel more empowered in my own skin. And so for you, letter writer, I hope it helps as well to do that. And, you know, with cultivating a team and some resources, what I'm, my intent with that is to no longer um, promote this idea that you need to fight yourself in order to find freedom. Rather, you need to fight the culture. You need to fight 
body hate um, in order to find your own food peace. So food is written back. I so dearly thank you for your letter. Um, And again, I think so many people are going to relate to it. So um, take care. And I would love if you kept us posted. Bye-bye. Dear at Odds, we have been watching you suffer for far too long. Your self-blame and punishment is leading you to a battlefield with only you on it. This isn't a fight you need to continue. Our world has turned you against yourself and kept you from making peace with us. Let us help you hang up your weapons and put down the shield. This new vulnerability will be scary, yet without fighting, you will finally begin to see your path to food and body peace. Love, food. Do you have a complicated relationship with food and want to change? I want to help. Send your Dear Food letter to lovefoodpodcast at gmail.com. I hope to read about your experiences soon. Thank you for listening. I am Julie Duffy Dillon, and this is the Love Food series. Have you enjoyed the show, or would you like to give me feedback? I welcome your thoughts. Please give a review in iTunes and subscribe. This type of kindness helps the show continue. You can also tweet me at eatingpermitrd. Take care.